Thanks for tuning in to the Prime Bookseller Podcast, the bi-weekly podcast discussing all things Amazon bookselling. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Amazon Prime Bookselling Podcast. I'm Eric and we're back with another episode. Today's episode topic is going to be less of a Amazon specific topic, but it's something that I think can be a lesson that anybody should learn from that's starting any kind of business. But I think it's also very important because, um, especially with the premise of selling books on Amazon, uh, a lot of people jump into this with a very, very uh, side hustle mentality. And so some of the ta- some of the things we're going to talk about are overlooked by that because you are starting something that can be so small, if that makes sense. So what we're talking about today is how you're, no matter the size of the Amazon book selling business you're trying to build, you are building a business and you need to treat it like a business. And what that means is just there's some fundamental things that are very important that you should do with any business, starting out right from the get-go, just to be just to be prepared for if the time comes that your business does grow bigger than you expect it to, that you're kind of more prepared for that, as well as just in the eyes of the government, IRS, and all that thing. There's certain things that any business should do just to keep out of if you were to ever get audited or anything like that, which anybody listening to this, do not get overly worried about that. That's very, very improbable that will ever happen to you. But if it does happen to you, then, you know, you have taken these necessary basic steps to differentiate yourself from your business. So a common thing that people will ask right away when getting into this is, do I need to set up a business entity? And I always tell every seller that when you first start out selling on Amazon, I don't go to the route of, I have to get an EIN from the federal government and I need to be an LLC and things like that. Start out simple. Start out running it through your own personal. You can you can just set yourself up as what's called a sole proprietor. And that sole proprietor basically just means that all of your income runs through your social security number, falls on your personal tax return. And I think that's the best way to start out because um, get into this business, get going before you really before you really commit to like this as a long term thing. You know, setting up an EIN and stuff, it's not a big deal to do, but it does take work and it does open up paperwork with the government that that you then have to close later on. And as you can imagine, if you've ever done anything with the government, nothing is easy to do. Um, it's not as simple as just clicking a button or something like that. There's long processes to close all these things. And if you don't close them all, they're going to want you to pay money for the different things. So my my thing would be to start, think about this from day one of getting that entity, what that entity might be, but do not worry about setting it up until you're at least a year into your book selling business or set yourself a sales goal. You know, so if once once I hit this amount of sales in a month or in a year or pacing for a year, then I'm going to look at setting up that entity because I know that I'm committed to this business and it's going to be for the long haul. So it's worth having that entity. Um, I'm not going to go too deep into those entities. There's different entities and different tax reasons, but you really should sit down with an accountant and talk about that if you want to learn that. Um, 
I may do a basic overview of the different entities later on in the podcast. We'll see on that. Um, just depending on what people tell me they want to learn more about. But but the first thing is is to look at that entity and figure out what you might want to be. But like I said, I wouldn't set that entity up as of yet because you're just not that far into the business. But the one, the couple things that I would definitely do is make it very, very, very set in stone from day one. Anything that you spend on this book selling business, you want to be using a separate bank account for any money that comes in from Amazon. If you're using credit cards to make purchases for inventory and things like that, that credit card should be completely, it does not have to be a business credit card, but it can just be a credit card in your name. But that particular credit card is dedicated solely to your business. And the reason for this is, is because this is a pretty, once you get an actual entity, this is a pretty strict rule from the IRS that all of your business finances and all of your personal finances have to be 100% separate. And if you're not doing that, it all sorts of bad things can happen on the end of like, if they feel like you're saying you're an entity, but you're not treating yourself as an entity, a lot of the privileges and, and benefits that you get from being a separate financial entity or a separate business entity from yourself are taken away. And the biggest gaping one of that is, is like if you set up an LLC and, and you're not keeping your finances separate, they are not going to treat your LLC and you as separate entities. They're going to treat you as the same, which means if something were to happen, you were to get a lawsuit or something like that, your personal money is not protected from the LLC protection because the government's just going to look at it and say, no, you haven't been operating in it as an LLC, so your LLC is not eligible or is not it's not a, a true LLC, so that protection just goes away. So it's important to, because these are the simple simple things that you can start right away. Not a big deal. You know, it's not that hard to go to your local bank and set up another bank account. Uh, the bank account, again, it doesn't even have to be in your business name. It, it does not have to be a business bank account. Just create a separate bank account that is specifically for your business. And the same thing goes on the credit card side. You know, if you're going to be making your purchases via your credit card, then get a dedicated credit card for your business. That And that's advantageous for you as well, because if you do that, it's just a whole lot easier to track your business expenses. You're not digging through a credit card trying to figure out which was the business expense. You know, like this time I went to a Goodwill and bought books. Well, the other day I went to Goodwill and bought clothes. Which one's the right one? You know, it just keeps it much easier and simple to maintain from your end when you have to start keeping your books. And then just go into this mentality where, you know, treat it like a business. So sit down and sit, figure out. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I've been, t I have found, and I think, I think over time, every business owner just finds like, man, I've been really doing a bad job with this. I should have had this in, in there. They should have had this in there. So don't get too frustrated if you're like, I think I'm not doing a good job because you're just going to get progressively better and better at it over time. 
But sit down and think about, okay, so I have money coming in, I have money going out. This is a lot different than your your traditional job where the paycheck just comes in and you know that's your money to spend. With a business, you have money that comes in, but a lot of that money goes back out. And I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs who do not understand the concept that, well, I bring in $60,000 a month in sales. And it's like, yeah, but you have $45,000 going back out. So you are not making $60,000 a month. And there's a lot of entrepreneurs that do not understand this concept. And quite frankly, from a business perspective, that's really scary, you know, because that is where you can get yourself in a lot of trouble because a business can create this illusion that you're making a lot of money because you see them a lot of money flowing in. And, but when you take into account the money that's flowing out to make that money that's coming in, you might not be making nearly as much money as you think. So it's important for you to sit down and think about a system of, and it does not have to be complex. It does not have to be overly, you know, where I'm not talking about you need to subscribe to the most complex version of QuickBooks and learn how to use it thoroughly. No, just Create a spreadsheet and each month you put in, this is the money that came in. This is the money I spent. This is the money I actually made. So you truly know how much money is coming into your business and going out of your business and what you're truly making within the business. Just to give you an example of this, and and um, I'm looking back, so I've been doing this for 15 years. And I think probably in the first four years, um, I unfortunately do not have all of the, I mean, I guess I could go back and look at old tax returns, but I, I don't really have good numbers to really confirm this, but I would not be surprised for the first four or five years that I did Amazon, I was probably just breaking even. And, and that was okay because at that point in time, it was a very, very much a hobby. And so the idea of making money, and I'm kind of glad that maybe I didn't know what through through those five years that I wasn't really making that much money because uh, the money that was coming in kept me motivated and I kept building and building and obviously now I make money. But had I approached that a little bit smarter, maybe a little bit better organized, I would have realized that and I probably could have grown it a lot faster than I did. Because at the time, I might not have even realized there was an issue because it just seemed like everything was going well. Money came in, money went out. But, you know, I was always good at the end of the month, so I must be doing something right, right? Where having much more detailed uh, records to give you a much truer face of how much you're making is very important. Because if you have never run a business or a side hustle or anything like that before and you're getting into this for the first time, I promise you, you're going to screw this up because this is not something our brains are wired to know how to do. It is a completely foreign thing and you have to learn how to do it. So first of all, the important parts of these this episode is to first, one, get your finances from your business and your your get your personal finances separated. And that means a separate bank account. If you're using a credit card, it can be a debit card that's attached to that bank account. But if you're using a credit card or a credit card, that credit card should be solely dedicated to your business. So the only time that card comes out 
is when you're making a business purchase. That's number one. Number two, understand your numbers. So sit down, think about it. And it again, it does not have to be a complex system. But think about a simple way where, hey, I have money coming in and I have money going out. The difference between those two is what I'm actually making in profit. How can I have a system that looks at that every month so I know where I sit? So I know whether I'm making money or not. And and then also be considering different business or different look into the different uh, structures that your business can have. Again, this is not something that you need to do today if you're just starting out. But look at what's an S-Corp, what's an LLC, what's a sole proprietor, what's a partnership, what advantages do each of them have? And kind of be thinking about if, okay, once I get to that next level and I want to set up this infrastructure, which one is the right one for me? Um, So... Those are the big things that you want to think about is just to be very diligent about about your profit, be diligent about keeping your expenses and your person your business expenses, personal expenses separate and and that's going to put you miles and miles ahead. You do those like three things, you're going to be miles and miles ahead of most Amazon sellers because most people get into this business and they're not thinking about that at all. All they're thinking about is sourcing books and, and making profit, which in, in, all in all, that's probably the most important thing to be doing. But what it's thinking about these few things from the get-go is going to make, as you grow, it's going to make things a lot easier because you're going to be disciplined. You're going to be used to keeping the, that those expenses separate, those that income separate. You're... You're going to be used to treating these two things, you and your business, as two separate entities, which is what they need to be. Today, that was pretty simple, pretty short, but I just wanted to get that out there because I feel like that's an important lesson that specifically people that are looking at selling on Amazon will miss because typically when you start the idea of selling books on Amazon, the first thing you do not do is go out and take a business course because it just... It's not a big risky business. It's not a lot of things that you feel like you need formal training to do. But I'll be honest with you, if you go get that formal training, you're going to be miles ahead of other people who do not go get that uh, training because I actually teach business classes myself as on the side. And I can tell you that every time I teach a class, I learn things that I never knew. And I've been doing this for 15 years. So... Just keep that in mind. I hope this information helps you out. Um, I just want to remind everybody that we at Kingsbury's Media do have multiple services available for to help anybody get their Amazon business up and running or even grow their business if you've already got it up and running. So jump over to Kingsbury's Media, check out our different uh, sourcing solutions we have as well as we do have a support system. So if you're struggling to get answers to simple questions that you have about your business, you can for a very, very nominal yearly fee, you can sign up for this service and you can submit tickets to us at any time and we will get back to you and, and try to help you work through that solution to get that solution resolved. So with that all, you can find those different services at kingsridgemedia.com or you can just see them. There should be a links to them in the show notes. 
as well, uh, if you do have any other questions, just shoot me an email at sales, S-A-L-E-S, at kings, K-I-N-G-S, ridge, R-I-D-G-E, media.com. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you in two weeks with the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Prime Bookseller Podcast. Join us for the next episode as we discuss all things Amazon bookselling. selling.